Welcome to the Scream Sisters podcast, women who love horror. We're all just misfits and hearts. We're running around the city at night, underneath the city lights, oh yeah. This is Misty from the Scream Sisters. I, it's a little loud. I'm at Rock and Shock here, 2019. I'm standing here with Joshua Hindlerick from the Massachusetts Ghostbusters. They do a lot of volunteer events and stuff. And it looks like they got their first female member, which I'm really proud about. Because I wanted to be that, but I didn't get my ass to do it. But, um, so, Joshua, tell me a little bit about what you guys do. I know you do some volunteer events, you're at some cons. Yep, yep. so we're the Massachusetts Ghostbusters. We've been around for about four years. We've raised, in the past three years, we've raised over $18,000 for uh, Children's Hospital in Springfield, Bay State Children's Hospital. Uh, this year we're aligned with um, the Floating Hospital for Children at Tufts Medical Center in Boston. Awesome. So we're looking to get more money for them. I think we're at about 1500 for this year so far. That's great. So, um, but yeah, we, we kind of come out to these events. We show all our props and stuff. We have the epic rap battles of history stay pub that we, we uh, take pictures with people. Uh, we show our proton packs, our ghost traps. We have a raffle that we usually do. Yeah. And all the money goes back to our charity, which is the Jones Hospital. That's great. So, and there's multiple franchises across the country, across the world, that do the same exact thing we do. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah, so we have fun doing it. We're all nerds. We all love the movie. This is why we do it. I so, love the movie, too. I yeah. remember singing it when I was a kid, and I... Kept going, seeing it, and seeing it over and over and over again. Yep. And you know, it's a, it was it's a love of mine. I heard yep. they're doing a Ghostbusters three. Ghostbusters three will be out next July tenth. And it's not going to be girls this time. It's not going to be girls, but it's going to be kids. It's going to be family centric, supposedly. They just wrapped up filming in Calgary, I think this past week. Um, and then they'll go into post-production and probably shoot some last-minute scenes, probably in L.A. Uh, and then it'll be out next year. So we're hoping for a trailer soon. So. But they're supposed to have the original Ghostbusters in it, too. Yes, we've heard confirmation that uh, Dan Aykroyd, Ray Stance is in it, Ernie Hudson, um, Winston, he's in it. We still don't have really definitive confirmation on um, Peter Venkman yet. There has been rumors that he was on set, but we're, we're not we're not sure. So we're hoping. Okay. But there's some sort of link to the original movie, so there has to be some sort of original guys in it. We would think. So. That would be cool. Yeah, but it's gonna be kids in it, and they have a mega superstar, Paul Rudd, one of the Avengers, Ant Man. I love Paul Rudd. So he's gonna be in he's it. He's a cutie. Yep. That man has not aged yeah. at all. He no. looks the same. What is he, mid-40s, 50s? Yeah. More than that? Yeah. But yeah, he looks good. Yeah, he did a video with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Mm -hmm. Um, It was Dead or Alive. He spit me around. And, like, he looks just like the guy. Yeah. (laughs) 
it's really funny. Not not that top, you know, different topic, but yeah. just yeah. about Paul. I didn't know Paul Rudd was in it, so yeah. that was a surprise. Yeah, he's like the big one, big new celebrity that that's in it that we know of at least at the moment. There's that's great. Some of the kids, but um, I think one of the kids from Stranger Things. Yes, is in it. Uh, Finn Wolfhard. Oh, I Stra- like him. Stranger Things. Well, I'm a Stranger Things fan. So. Yep. Yep. It's a great show. So, super excited for it. It's gonna be a good movie. So. And from what I remember, you were in the other movie. I was, yes. I was the EMT in GB, uh, you know, Ghostbusters Dance of the Call, 2016. Had a fun time filming yeah. it out here in Boston. So. I mean, I know a lot of people bash the movie, mm-hmm. but I actually enjoyed it. It's a great movie. Um, and Chris Helmsworth helped. I mean, I love yes. Chris Helmsworth is my favorite Chris. Yep. I love him. I think. I mean, I think he, when he does comedy, he's hysterical. Yep. He could do yeah. drama. Yep. I mean, he has a versatile way of acting. So, yeah. I mean, he was great. He, he really brought out a lot. Yep. And all the girls they picked were great. Yep, they were. They were great. And even when I was on set, they were all very nice, you know, to me when I was filming. Very yeah. minor role, but still, they yeah. were still there and I mean, cordial. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy is, like, hysterical. I love her. Yep. Yeah, she gets awesome. a lot of slack, but yeah, she's, awesome. she's hysterical. Well, I hope you could do good in the raffle. We appreciate because it. Because I'm running a raffle, and I'm sucking. Yeah? Yeah, I made like $8. We're starting <laughs> to do better. Okay. Please. I remember I won the raffle once with you guys. Yes. It was cool. Did you get the, um, the ecto-cooler that year? Yes. Yeah. And it was drinking with, with good intentions. I, yep. I put some alcohol into it. Yes, yes, that's the best way. Yep, it was great. All right, well, thank you. No problem, thank you. All right, Gail signing, I mean, Misty signing off for Scream Sisters. Good afternoon, this is Misty from Rock and Shock 2019 again. I have Mike Urchin from the big famous Troma Entertainment which has been around for now 42 years. You know, the Toxic Avenger, Troma and Juliet, my personal favorite, Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. So I'm just gonna ask a couple check questions. I don't know too much about them, but, well, Mike, what do you do there? Pardon? What do you do at Trauma? So uh, my first experience like working with Troma uh, was working on our in-production film Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Uh, I was a background actor for a week and so every day uh, produced a different role for me to be in whether it was a, uh, a club guest melting down from the drug Tempest or it was a yacht party, uh, you know, rich fuddy-duddy, you know, I had several things keeping me occupied. I was a news reporter, I was a social justice warrior, and I just had a lot of fun, you know, getting to, getting to work with everyone. I could imagine. It sounds like fun. I mean, I'm looking at all these movies, and I mean, it looks great. Yeah, getting the opportunity to work with Lloyd Kaufman was pretty special to me. Uh, I'm a big fan of The Toxic Avenger, and he always does intros on his films, and that's sort of where I fell in love with him. He's just a very funny guy, so I got to meet him in 2016 at uh, a showing of The Toxic Avenger, the musical, and we just really hit it off, and we stayed in touch, 
couple years go by and he invited me to join them on set. So I took that opportunity, you know, I'm a little Mainer boy. Uh, so I went to the big city in New York to have myself a, a role in a feature film. Oh boy, I'm from New York, so I know. <laughs> I know, I'm from Queens, so Very it's not cool. that bad. Um, what's, what's up, what's coming up project-wise? Project-wise, uh, you know, we're working on getting Shitstorm completed. The last I knew, it was in, um, it's in post, and they were working on sound, working on ADR. Uh, so I think that's pretty much where we are. And due to the fact that we are independent, uh, you know, sometimes things take a little longer. That with Lloyd and Patty being all over the place, you know, and having more obligations to attend to than just the film side of things. So, but, you know, I think if you're a trauma fan, you kind of expect things to take a little longer than any normal movie. Well, yeah. It's not like the, you know, the six-month turnaround that we have in Hollywood from theater to distribution, you know, it's, how long have we been looking at the distribution for, I think, Class of Newcomb High Volume 2? It should be coming out in November, uh, November 12th, 2019. I think it's been around for at least five years. Oh, wow. It was shot seven years ago, so oh, wow. <laughs> some, sometimes, given circumstances, things take a little longer. But the heart's going into it, so it's not like we're... Uh, slacking on getting it out, you know. Rather take our time with stuff than rush it, for sure. Sure, I understand. I understand. Anything else going on besides that? Uh, in terms of trauma, uh, aside from the regular convention appearances and stuff, not so much. Uh, Doug Sackman is working on getting a sequel to Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD made. He's got some of a film reel uh, finished, and I think he's using that as a, a means to gain interest and gain funding. So that'll see Sergeant Kabuki Man, his life take an even more drastic turn than we saw it take from Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, to uh, Citizen Toxie, The Toxic Avenger Part 4. So if you thought his life took a bad turn then, well, just wait till you see the, the sequel to Sergeant Kabuki Man. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, so aside from that, not too much going on in terms of new trauma content. Always picking up, uh, you know, pickups from other people who are around. Uh, I myself, Mike Urchin, do a web series called The Slim Duffy Show. It's set in rural Maine. It's a bit of a dark slapstick comedy from Pregnant Toilet Productions. I do that once a month, pretty much. And uh, also some stuff that I've been working on with Cemetery Theater out of Bangor, Maine. Okay. They are a, a company who does mostly horror films, but we are working on a, uh, a pop comedy called High Authority. Okay, where can we find you on the web? Uh, you can find Cemetery Theater on Vimeo, I'm pretty sure. And you can find The Slim Duffy Show on YouTube under that name. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for speaking with me. Yeah. Thank you for, uh, thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Greatly no appreciated. No problem. It'll be on Scream Sisters in a couple, couple days or so. Cool. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Scream Sisters, live at Rock and Shock 2019. I have here a special treat. I have Adam Green who's been a guest before, so he's a friend of the show. Hello, happy to be back. 
Okay, so Adam, this is a question we always ask, but you know, it's it's a new year. We've had a lot of horror movies. So, what's your favorite new scary movie? Oh wow, um, I don't. It's hard. I'm trying to think of what I've seen. Um, most of what I've seen is not coming out yet. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, it too. I actually thought it too was great. Um, uh, yeah, especially the fact that it's bringing in such a huge, wide audience of people that wouldn't normally go see horror movies, yeah. and so many children. Uh, the Aries to Go Halloween short this year, it was three children uh, that weren't kids of anybody who works with us, and asking them what kind of horror they're into, and how much oh, they love cool. it when they're like you know, 13, 14 years old. So they are now trying to like seek out Nightmare on Elm Street and Hatchet and all those movies. That's awesome. Yeah, so I think it is helping shape a new generation of horror fans. That's great. So when is the Halloween short coming out? It actually came out two hours ago, which is oh. why I am so frantic uh, right now. Oh, it's I gotta, supposed to come gotta out watch tomorrow. it. Okay, it's supposed to come out tomorrow. But I'm going to be flying all day tomorrow, so I was like, I'll just, I'll put it out a day early, and then every, it's just the site crashed because as soon as it goes up, everybody hits it. And yes. I don't know how they know until I tweet about it, but <laughs> I guess they have their ways. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll wait till I get home and watch it. Then, um, what, any new projects on the line? I know I watched your Facebook Live, but there was like a little hints of stuff. Yeah. That... Um, there's something really, really big uh, that's been going on for a long time, and it finally is really happening. And uh, they already have me location scouting. They already are hiring the effects houses and stuff. So, um, but they haven't said anything publicly. And it's like mm-hmm. a, a studio thing. So I can't say anything until they do. Um, plus, I know the second I say it, something will happen. Um, yeah. Which has <laughs> already okay. happened to this so many times. Even during this process, it's a series. And um, after the pilot script was finished and approved, all the executives at the network got let go, and all new executives came in, which normally means every project in development gets killed, and they did, except for mine. So, thankfully, it's made it this far, and we should be starting, like, any day now. I'm very happy for you. I hope everything works out. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, I mean... And we have a surprise appearance by Kane Hodder, who is grabbing it's Adam. I got glasses. Say hi, Kane. Hi. And now he treats me like I'm a dork. No, Adam, no. Kane is a sweet guy. I've interviewed him. He's sweet. Um, what really got you into horror movies? The holiday of Halloween. Uh, when I was a kid, that was, that was Christmas for me, and horror movies made it where I got to have Halloween year-round. Plus, I think just monsters in general and the villains, they were just so cool. I loved looking at them. I loved their mythologies. Because we got more of that when we were young. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like in the 2000s and even even the late 90s, we didn't really get iconic villains anymore. Yeah. And the old ones, they had already taken them to space and done you know they played out everything they could do uh i do like some of the remakes but uh but yeah that was the stuff that really got me into it 
did you like like the lot like the real monsters like like uh, Nessie and, and oh yeah the, the Wendigos and the thought and that there might be real ones stuff. that's what got me into it I used to read read about it and then I found out about vampires and I read Dracula yeah and, Frankenstein, and then saw the movies. And people will be like, yeah, but there's no proof that they exist. And I'm like, but there still isn't proof that they don't. So that means there's a chance. So stop stop, uh, pissing on my dream. Like, uh, Ding Up the Marrow was all about that that hope, that childlike hope that it would be real. I love that movie so much. Thank you. I mean, it reminded me of Nightbreed a lot. And that's why I think I love it so much. You know what's so funny is the Nightbreed comparison. Even, you know, in Ding Up the Marrow, the main character's name is Decker, Decker just yeah. like Nightbreed. So Alex Pardee, the artist, is the one who came up with that whole thing of the marrow underground and the character of Decker. And my angle into it was that we were we were trying to develop an idea around a package that a fan had sent me. Because people send... It's just some of the most like creative things, and it was uh, it was a package claiming that Victor Crowley was real, and that I screwed it all up and I didn't tell the story right. And it had pictures of, of swamps with areas circled. Like in your movie, you say he's in Honey Island Swamp. He's actually nowhere near there. He was born here, and he, like oh, wow. it was so creative. And so I was like, let's go interview this guy, like for real, and it could be really it, like we'll just see what happens. And then Will Barrett, my cinematographer, said, and then what happens when this guy deliverances you out in the swamp? And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> Plus, we didn't really want to do anything with the Victor Crowley mythology in, in the real world. And then Alex Party met me at a Fango con, and he handed me this pamphlet called Digging Up the Marrow. And the, every time Alex has an art exhibit, there's a storyline. And his storyline was about a former Boston police detective named William Decker who claimed that monsters are real. And so the idea was, what if Decker sent me that package and it wasn't about Victor Crowley, it was about monsters. So we make the movie, and at the very first screening, somebody says, was Nightbreed a big inspiration? And at the same time, I say, no. And Alex goes, of course. And I look at him and he goes, dude, the guy's name is Decker. And that was the moment when I even realized it. And I was like, oh my God, this is... Midian, this holy, and it was just, the audience was laughing so hard, but like I never even thought about it, and really? it's so nice. I mean, that was the first thing I thought. Of I, I went to I went to the screening in Boston, so that was a fun night. Yeah, right it after was that fun. It was like it was yeah after the blizzard, so it was like really icy and snowy at the Kendall. And yeah, we had to drive to Manhattan with the whole art exhibit right after that. Oh jeez, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah that was that was a really horrible day. Um... Well, I just want to tell you, your album is awesome. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. It took me a little while to listen to it because I, it got lost in my house. That happens. And I ended up ordering it again. So I bought two Thank copies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> one's signed by all the bands and then one's oh, just wow. signed by you. Hold um, on to that. We, we lost another member uh, when Chris died in uh, July. Sorry. So, yeah. The, sorry. There's very few autographed copies by everybody. So Yeah. Sorry, and did you know Sid? Sid well? Of course. He was yeah, one of my closer Sid. friends. Yeah, Sid. Yep. Sid had worked with show. us eight times. And, um, yeah, Chris died in July. My grandmother died in August. Oh, and I'm then sorry. Sid 
uh, sorry, September for my grandmother, and then so it was like two weeks later. It's just been a shit year, and John Beekler, uh, who worked on Hatchet 1 and 2. Yeah, it uh, is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he was here two years ago. Who? Beekler. Beekler. Yeah, okay. Sid was almost always here. Yeah, I know. I met, I met Sid a bunch of times here, and then at a Scaricon, I, I got an interview with him. I personally did interview him. It's but weird if it feels spent time different with without him. him. Yeah, I spent like time with him, and, and we were calling him Uncle Sid all weekend and giving him chocolate chip cookies and stuff. <laughs> he just loved us. <laughs> and I got to see him, like, they had a party, and he, he got up and sang. Oh, wow. And it's on video somewhere. Uh, my, my friend has it on video somewhere. Because it was posted on my on the Scoopsies page somewhere. But I have to look, really look for it. But I have somewhere on video, I have Sid singing. Awesome. And it was really, he was, he was, I was like, wow, he sings. It was amazing. It was, it was really, really great. It's awesome. Let's see, do I have any? I don't really have anything else. Um... I don't know, I just wanted to sit down with you and see what was up. Thank you. Know, it's from year to year, because you weren't here last year, so. Yeah, I usually only come if I have something new to promote. Um, this was like a last minute thing. Yeah, I know, and when I, I saw the ad, I was like, yay, it's coming. And then, because we didn't, we didn't have any merch. Like, I don't charge for my autograph pictures, so. Yeah, I know. Um, so what, I spent $7,000 on new merch, and the post office lost it. So, yeah, it's been a nightmare on the weekend, <laughs> but but it's been fun. Yeah, I know I had a nightmare weekend. I didn't sell anything, but, I mean, I've got people to know wrong, you know, to know the scripts and screws, and I guess that's the important part. Yes, yes. Next yeah. year, I'm not going to bend. I'm just going to come Saturday and Sunday and just stay at the hotel and yeah, I, every year I'm like, I just need 10 minutes to just walk around and see everything. But once it's open, I can't, I can't really do that. And if I wait till the end of the day, everybody's packed up, so. Well, you look different with the glasses and stuff. It, it, it's helped, because th this just happened five days ago now, so. Um, it looks good on you. A lot of people don't recognize me, so I might, I might try to do a, a quick pass <laughs> if I can. Well, a lot of people saw you already, though, but... That's true. I saw you on, on the Facebook Live, and I was like, oh, he's got glasses. Cute. I'm getting used to it. He looks cute on you. Thank I don't you. know. All right. Well, thank you very much, Adam. You're welcome. All right. Well, this is Misty Cone. Signing out with Adam. Hi, this is Misty at Rock and Shock 2019. I'm sitting here with Bill Mosley. Who's a favorite on the show? He's been with us, he's interviewed with us for a couple times now. Um, so say hi, Bill. Hello. Um, so, Bill, a question we always ask is, and I updated a little bit. So, what's your favorite new scary movie? Uh, I would have to say Midsummer. That was I, interesting. I like that a lot. Did you see the director's cut? Um, I didn't. Is that the longer version? Yeah. And I saw it in the theater, and uh, I thought it was awesome. I had no really, I had no idea what it was about, uh, and I just, uh, I had heard some good things about it, but I didn't really know much about it, and went to see it in the theater, 
in Los Angeles, and I uh, just uh, got blown away by it. I thought it yeah. was fantastic. It was weird. Yeah, very weird. I'm like, I don't know what I just saw, but it was really cool. Yeah. I liked it even, I liked it more than Hereditary, and, and Hereditary was really good. That was weird, too. Yeah, that was also weird. Ari Aster is a, he's a weird guy. Yeah. And then, of course, I love Mandy. Panos Mandy Cosmatos. Was great. Yeah, I love that. And uh, I think I'll be working, uh, you know, I, I, I would love to work with uh, those, those are the couple of the directors that I'd love to work with. Ari Aster, Panos Cosmatos. And uh, just, I love them both, but they were very cool. It's just, very cool that in the genre there's always, uh, you know, a, a fresh face and a fresh perspective. Yeah. I just saw Candy Corn. That was pretty cool, too. Oh, was it good? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't hire me, so I don't think I'm going to watch that. <laughs> okay, and we're back from a very long pause with Bill Mosley. This is Misty from the Scream Sisters at Rock and Shock 2019. It's winded down a lot. It's actually at, towards the end of the con. So everybody's getting pretty tired and everything. Um, we were talking about favorite new scary movies. And I think we were talking about Midsummer. And Mandy. And Mandy. And Get Out. Get Out. It's pretty new. What about Us? Um, I didn't really care for Us. Mandy, I liked. I liked seeing Nicholas. Um, Nick, Cage. Nick Cage, yeah, that's it. Nick Cage running around like a lunatic. Yeah. He does good in those roles. But it was very inventive, you know, very colorful. Mm -hmm. The cinematography was great on it. Unfortunately, I didn't, they didn't get to see it in the theater. I got to see it on on the shutter. Yeah. Well, I, I saw it in the theater. I thought it was fabulous. So, you know, and my definition of fabulous isn't necessarily a movie critic fabulous, but I really had a good time watching it. It's, I would have loved to see them in the theater. They were, they were showing it out by me, but I missed it. Yep. Because we had this little nice uh, retro house over in uh, Cambridge. Great. So they, they always show some really, like if you want to see a good horror movie, sometimes they, they, they come over there. Like they're going to be showing the Midsummer Director's Cut next week. Nice. I think next Saturday. So I come in and check Very that cool. out. Because it's supposed to add about forty-five minutes. Well. Yeah, I know. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. So I can imagine the weirdness that's going to come on to that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, good. Um, so what's going on with new projects for you? Well, now that Three from Hell is out, um, I also got a new movie out called uh, Handy Dandy, which is a uh, puppet movie, Devil's Junction. Uh, they've added that to the title of Handy Dandy, um, okay. and that's with Bill Oberst Jr. And I also have a scary clown movie called Crepitus, which yes, is I've been looking eventually I coming out. It. I don't really know what they're doing. I read somewhere, like on, on one of the horror forums I'm on, that somebody mm -hmm. saw it and said it was really good. But I'm like, where do I see it? I don't know. I guess you go to crepitus.com or something. Um, Let's have a movie with Lynn Shea coming out called Gothic Harvest, which was set in New Orleans. And I play a, a cop, an undercover cop, 
and people are getting abducted by some scary old swamp family, and uh, that's coming out one of these days. Part of the swamp family. She is part of the swamp family. Yes. I love her because she can play so versatile. Like she can play really creepy and she can play good. Yep. Like she was in it. Uh, yep. Part two. Yep. That was creepy. Yeah. She was really creepy in it. Well, Lynn, uh, Lynn certainly has that in her. I'd love to see her on a con. Yeah. And Lynn played uh, my wife, of course, or I played her husband uh, in, uh, you know, uh, 2000 Maniacs, yes, Field I of just, Screams. I just watched that again recently. Right. I paid like $1.99 on Amazon Prime to watch that's, it or something. No, that's, that's good. Yeah. Because they had the first one on there, and I was like, no, I want to see the second one, because it's got Bill and Holger and Jay. Right. Tim Sullivan directed again. Yeah, yeah. Tim Sullivan directed mm-hmm. again. I mean, it didn't get as good reviews, but, you know, it's like, I loved it. I thought it was great. Oh, good. I love all the four. And... <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was fun. It was crazy. But right now, it's really all about Three from Hell. Uh, you know, and that, that's doing well. That did, of course, better than was expected. Yeah, that's why I, they added it. And I don't really know why the, 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 distrib- the distributors um, had so... I don't know if they had a little faith. I don't know why it wasn't given a wide release. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't understand why they... Instead just... of an event release. Yeah. But, um, you know, that certainly saves uh, prints and advertising. <laughs> so I guess that's really what it's about. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So doing the same thing with Jay and Silent Bob. Right. Because I'm going to see that on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, good. It's nice to be back uh, in Worcester. Nice to be back at Rock and Shock. Uh, you hear a little uh, noise. Is this still recording? Yep. Oh, good. You hear a little noise in the background. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's Bruce Campbell's Q&A right next door, so that's yep. kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, Bruce is a fun guy. Yeah. I've, I've gotten a chance to meet him about him mm-hmm. many times. He's been in Boston. He's been, he did a game show in Boston um, about, I think it was about a year and a half ago. Wow. And he corresponded with his last books that came out, which I'm actually reading right now. Yeah. And I actually got chosen to the game show. But I was with two guys, and they were like, they were like, hitting the buzzer so quickly, I couldn't get to it. But it's like, ah, oh, you did good, kid. And he gave me two dollar, two dollar bills. Oh well, that's good. Yeah, and I wrote on them Bruce Bucks. You know, I just keep them on the, on the side. And then when I went to get his autograph for the book, he was like, he was like, no, you did really good. And he's like, he's like, yeah, fun. And I'm like, yeah, I had fun. He's like, well, I'm glad. And he kind of patted me on the back. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. He knows how to put on the show. He is a showman, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Just like you're a chameleon with your acting. Well, you know, I just, you know, take the uh, take the script, read it a bunch of times, get more and more into it, more comfortable with the reality of the character, and uh, that kind of guides everything. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I and was, I always have fun in my work. Yeah. I mean, Otis, you probably have a great time with. They had a lot of fun with Otis. Yeah. I have a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. But I, I hate to say it. I mean, no spoilers for 
for freaking hell, but right. baby shines. Yep. I hope she did a great job. Sherry did wonderfully. I was like, I was yep. like, I was like, man, she's amazing. I mean, she's always amazing. Yeah. I, I love her, but it's like she she just shines, and I'm okay. She is awesome. Yeah, she is. She must be a good person. I can just imagine. She's she is. She's vegan. She has a goat rescue at her at their place in uh, Connecticut. Goat rescue? Yeah. Wow. They rescue goats. Wow. And I've met the goats. I, I saw them. I had lunch with them a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I looked at you. Know, went to their farm and met the goats. They seem very they seem very happy. I just wanted to say goodbye and safe travels right here. Oh, All right, this is a question that's probably a stumper. Right? You probably don't know the answer, but ever hear anything about the, uh, there was supposed to be a, a 10th anniversary of the both genetic opera tour? I heard nothing about that. Really? And, and Darren Bowsman and I follow each other on Twitter and Instagram. So I'm sure that I would have been contacted had there been one, uh, unless they have decided to leave Luigi behind. Uh, but no, I, I didn't hear anything about that. Have you talked to Terrence at all? To Terrence? I don't really talk to Terrence. Occasionally I talk to um, uh, Ogre. Oh, okay. Yeah, last time I saw Terrence, so on his uh, project, American Motor Song, he didn't really know what to say. <laughs> that was about a year ago. Yeah, I guess, I don't know if Terrence and Darren had a, a parting of the ways. I heard something that they had a parting of the ways. Maybe. But then I heard that Darren went to see them. Murder song? Yeah. I know that Darren is... Terrence is such a nice guy. Yeah. He's, he's been really nice to me. You know, he knows me. He embarrasses me at, at performances. So like, he'll just like call me by name in like the middle, in the middle of the show. Right. <laughs> um, happening, and you're going to do any more music projects? Um, I'm, I'm working on something called Mr. Machine with uh, uh, a couple of members of a, of a band called War Beast. And we have one song so far called Meth Mouth. <laughs> and we're still working, but we're working long distance. I've never met the guys, so we're kind of working over the internet. And that's a little different for me in terms of creating. But, um, you know, I'm still enthusiastic about it, so there's that. And I, I would love to get back together and do another uh, Spider Mountain CD. Yeah, that was a good CD. I liked it. Then there's always Phil, but you know Phil is just constantly touring, yeah. so I'm not so sure how that would work out. But I think he's he's up for it, and I'm up for it. So That's a good one too, like we just it. have to figure out you know how to get together. The logistics. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, anything else going on? Uh, 
No, not really. I, I am uh, taking my wife uh, to uh, Vietnam in early November. Oh, wow, that's interesting. And we're going to uh, uh, chug up the uh, Mekong River from Saigon up to Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Oh, that's interesting. With many stops along the way. So that should be very interesting. I did not go to war in Vietnam, so uh, uh, I have a I have no experience in Vietnam other than you know what I saw on TV and you know the history certainly. Uh, So I think it'll be very cool, very informative to find out you know what it's like now. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. I did take her on our honeymoon. I took her to Iran. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I've only been to Canada, yeah, so right. you know, I've never been out of the country. Yeah, well, I, I, Iran, as I like to call it, uh, was actually very cool. I really liked it a lot. But now I think, um, you know, that door is closed, Yeah. you know, in terms of uh, whatever, however much that door was open, now it's closed. So I'm glad I we got there when we did. Very cool, and uh, you know, next is Vietnam. So, I just want to go to places like Ireland and England. Yeah, places like that. Well, I'll be in England uh, this time next weekend. Ah, really? Yeah. For a con? Yep. Oh, cool. Called for the love of horror. Oh, that's nice. And then we go from there. I'm taking my wife with me, and then we go from there to uh, Niagara Falls uh, for another convention the following weekend. New York side or Canadian? Pardon me? New York side or Canadian uh, side? The Canadian side, actually. Yeah, I've been to the Canadian yeah. side, not the New York. Yeah. It's nice there. And I love the falls. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. All right, well, thank cool. you very much. All right, well, it's my pleasure. All right, we'll have a good flight back. Yes, I hope so. And hopefully we'll see you next year. Yes, I really hope so. Okay.